Kuda. You're listening to a game-based learning podcast from Core Education. I'm here today with Viv Hall from Core Education and she's been working with a lot of different schools and classes using GameFruit and she's here today to talk with me about some of those experiences. Kia ora Viv. Kia ora Rochelle. Some teachers no doubt are probably feeling a little bit nervous in terms of including digital technologies into their classroom, using it with their students. If you're someone who is very much a beginner or someone who's a little bit nervous about the concept of using game fruit or something like that into their classroom, what would be the advice you would have for them? All right, so there probably is a couple of things. One most important piece of advice is that you just need to take the risk. Jump in, the water's fine, basically. You will find that the students will know more than you because that's what they've been doing. Kids are very used to gaming, Mario Brothers and a whole range of things. Now, the actual structure of this this Game Fruit platform is specifically around the game design. And what you've got as a beginning teacher is you've got video clips which are around the basics and it leads them through step by step. So you've got, I guess, a structure already in place I guess technically you need to make sure that you have got adequate bandwidth, which you all should have with it being an N4L schools, have got a wonderful network set up. You've got the devices, are I think are important. Most importantly, that you've got your own classroom management set up so that you as the teacher still maintain your classroom management, you do need to have an agentic classroom because you will find that if you try and make everybody do everything together at the same time, it will turn to custard pretty quickly. <laughs> and so you need to set up management structures. If you set up protocols around how we're going to be, how we're going to manage in this environment, and it's the same using its... It's a citizenship thing. It's not just digital citizenship. It's just a whole, how are we in our values here in school going to manage working with each other? How can we perhaps work in groups? Can we have somebody who's going to be the person who's going to be the leader of the group today, for example? So, But all of that kind of stuff needs to happen in discussions with the students. Guidelines set up, expectations, protocols of what's going to happen. You need to have an authentic context and what I would do with specifically with game fruit I would get them to experience the game for example Mickey Maker as uh, it's already been designed and students just actually basically learn to use the, the, the platform themselves then when you're going into the actual gamification and you're creating a game that's where you need to set up things like for example understanding the mechanics of a game, do a wee bit of research. It's all on TKI. It's really, really there basically to pick up and, and talk about what they like about games and you could use something like Answer Garden, collect that data and talk about brainstorming what you know what's great in games and talk about how gameplay and game mechanics. So you would probably spend the first session 
talking about gamification and what, what that means and experiencing something like Mahi Maker. And then set up the structure of saying, okay, we're going to now become game developers and we would link that to an authentic context. And it may be like we did with Mangari Mountain, it may be that. It may be another topic that you're looking at and I do, there's a, a school that's looking at their local river and, and going back through the history of the actual river, which used to be one of the main up here, main rivers for the, the, the boats, those, I can't remember the name of the boats, are flat-bottomed boats, and they used to wend their way up to deliver all the food because we had no roads. So they are now looking at that river and seeing how it's changed over time. And one of the things that they wanted to do was make a, a game out of that. And what they would do was then storyboard that so set up groups to storyboard set up groups to research so that they've actually got a story in their head that they're retelling maybe recounting you could put it into something simple like literacy you always got some recount or stories to tell etc so choose something that's relevant and then say right you are going to be my developers you're going to create a game and the users are now this could be your your users are going to be year two and three and invite them in to have a look at them. Or your users are going to be your parents. <laughs> if we're in this situation, you're going to create a game for mum and dad and the family, the whanau, because you're in a bubble at the moment and you can't go anywhere. You're in lockdown. So make it for mum and dad. You know, so there's, there's, there's a lot there, but just, you know, keep it sensible short and simple authentic and just don't get into the the drill and kill stuff because that's what it'll do it'll just end in tears and just sit beside your students and learn with them because I've been doing this stuff for quite a few years I'm a nana okay I'm a nana I'm a proud nana but these kids know more than I do and I will tell them that so there's honesty there as well You've been listening to a game-based learning podcast from Core Education. Matewa.